Let's go down to the urban homestead, Pasadena by the freeway. Right down there on the urban homestead, Jules and his family are working away. Come on down to the farm in the city, back to the future, back to the plan. Right down there on the urban homestead, loving the life, back into the land. Oh, oh, oh. help the garden grow, singing. Oh, 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 we've got to help the garden grow. Welcome to the Urban Homestead Radio. We are your hosts, Annie, Jordan. Special thanks to our sponsor, Layman's, in Kidron, Ohio. For over 60 years, they have provided practical, non-electrical tools and appliances and home goods. Our family has been a huge fan of theirs since the 1990s and have purchased many quality products for our own homestead. When technology fails, their products will certainly work. So check out their website and online catalog at layman's.com. That's L-E-H-M-A-N-S dot com. We appreciate the support of this podcast. Oh, oh, oh. Help the garden grow. Sing it. Oh, oh, oh. We've got to help, help the garden grow. Oh, oh, oh. Help the garden grow. Sing it. Oh, oh, oh. We've got to help the garden grow. Back into the swing of things. Yeah, back into the swing of things. And um, a lot of things happening, and then not so much. It's kind of weird. It's kind of a lot of things going on, and then you look back, slow. and then it's kind of slow. So it's kind of an odd mix. So, And we're going to try to do like a homestead happening thing, but maybe a little bit more organized so that you know people can follow along. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. But, um, yeah, so. Just lay plans. I know. <laughs> I know. You know. We try to keep it organic, but sometimes it's like, so we have all our notes and trying to go, we'll tell you guys what happened the last couple weeks so um i can do i can say that um, one of the highlights is in a milestone is that the podcast has um reached over a thousand downloads um for um about a couple days there the last week is so that, that per day yeah per day so that's a big thing so people are tuning in and people are listening so we really appreciate that um, another thing is um, we're going to be starting to put the podcast on YouTube, so um, you know, tune in for that. So um, I think we have 50 episodes um, already recorded. recorded, so we're going to try to maybe one or two a week to, to upload those to YouTube. So that's it's another platform yeah. to people can hear. Because yeah. yeah. I, I listen to a lot of things on YouTube. Sometimes I don't download another platform or another, I don't sign up for another service. It's just like you can always find everything on YouTube, mm-hmm. unfortunately. <laughs> everything. For better or worse. <laughs> It's like it's just circles. Like you get in, you're like next video. Next it's down video, the rabbit hole. Yeah, it's like, ooh, what's this video? Wait, where? What am I watching this? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, and then you're like, okay, you I'm can done. kill a whole day on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you can kill a whole day. Not that I've done it, but, but then uh, hey, you can learn a lot of things on YouTube, right? Uh, Thank you. Uh, some pretty awesome concerts. Justin, so. well, Justin, he repaired something in the car by watching a YouTube video. Yeah, the fuel fuel injection pump on the suburban put in by YouTube video. So, um, it's still running, <laughs> sort of, kind of. So, yeah. Uh, the biggest thing that happened this week was we got two days of rain. Um, for us farmers, that's like a miracle in California. Um, for other people, it was tragic. 
Yeah, because the people lost their lives. Um, unfortunately, that was like the biggest storm we've had in like 10 months. It's been pretty dry. So we were we were happy for it. Uh, the first day wasn't too much. We were I was not impressed. But the second day, the middle of the night, <laughs> it started really coming down. And the garden just exploded. But it was like... Like I know, said, good news, bad news. Yeah, good news, we bad news. We were like, you know, happy, happy that the ground, I mean, the ground was is so dry. And it's, it's still the dry. The news of the mudslides and the tragedy, that, that really sucks. Yeah, so. it affected some close friends of ours. Like a good friend is, um, cannot move back to our house. And so she's not like, able to get there, so. Yeah, her car is stuck. And she's worried about her cats because she can't get up the canyon. And um, sleeping on the floor of a friend's house right now. So, yeah, we are hard. So you know, hearts and thoughts go out to those people who suffered during that. So, not, yeah. so stumbled on an article about the weather. It says a two-day storm came after a 10-month dry spell following last year's torrential rains. The widespread that snapped the five-year flood. But in 2017, downtown Los Angeles experienced its driest March 1st through December 31st since 1878 with only 0.69th of an inch of rainfall. So it's been pretty dry, so that's why we're sort of celebrating that rainfall. We got, the joke is we don't have rain gauges because it doesn't rain that much, and when we do get them, they sort of dry or crack. Well, yeah, because they said it's only rains for a short time, and the rest of the time the sun degrades them, and then it cracks, and yeah. you so always like to buy new ones every year, and we yeah. never do. So it was cool, cold, and rainy, but now we're sitting, we have flip I mean, no shoes on. The front door is open. Front door and back door is open. Yeah. Um, it's 80 degrees. So go figure that one out. And that's going to be on to 59 next week. And it says that something is wrong when the weather goes up and down like that. Just these wild swings of insanity. I mean, it goes 20 degree difference in, in, a, in, a in a space of, days, of a week. Yeah. In a matter of days. Yeah. So the one story we had about the rain gauges was that I was at a hardware store the other day and the employee was commenting, must have got a sale on these because it hasn't rained in 10 months. Mm -hmm before the storm and it's like it's got this big old six inch rain gauge you know for LA for six six, six inch you know it's big it's oh, like yeah. you know it's oh, big yeah. old numbers oh, six inches six inch, rain, yeah. it's not six inches tall it's like three feet tall yeah. but it holds six inches mm -hmm. of rain and we were joking that it, it would take you know <laughs> years to reach it fill it up and then it'll be dry so just funny things that other people on the east coast get slammed snow in Florida and stuff like that but we're we're dry uh, yeah yeah. And the drought isn't over because it's, people think, oh, it's rain, and they think everything's okay, and it's not. We, I think the snow, the ski resorts got snow for the first time, mm -hmm. and that's unusual because usually they're like skiing by November. Mm -hmm. yeah. well, it was pretty sad when I was digging in the yard looking for sun chokes with farm box, the drizzle and chokes, and I dig in a couple inches and it's dry. Mm -hmm. Like, oh the boy. rain didn't do anything. And I mean, it was it rained for two days, but not enough to to go past a certain layer. Yeah, and it was, and then that means the irrigation, drip irrigation, is back on. Pressure's on. Let's figure that out. So, uh, Mountains don't have the snow like they used to. I mean, even if there is snow, it's not like the years before. Yeah, but I mean, that means that we re we really need it, and that's we rely on that a lot. So, because everything's hand watered, and the rain water is different than irrigation. So we were joking, I talked to a farmstead customer, he was, uh, farm box customer, he was, they don't have a car so they're all on bicycles and they had cabin fever because of two days of rain. Is that Fred? Yeah. <laughs> he's got his, fan, he's got this really, bike, yeah. really fancy, nice looking bike. And 
So then he also bought a Trumpicino squash and he couldn't fit it on his bike. So he said, just strap it just across bungie the handlebar. Yeah, bungie it on, on the top bar. Yeah, so he's like cabin fever after two days. So yeah, it's definitely he does have that's the only bike only. Yeah, no car. You know, it's pretty. Yeah. You tried to cross the streets? I know. You went to deliver that one place? Oh, I can't. It even. was the windshield wipers weren't even keeping up to the window. No, bike. and yeah. it was, the water was coming down the streets. It was just it river. rocks and we had to... Spread some rocks. Yeah, yeah. Billy said we went up, but then he came down. Oh, the tree was in the road. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. Uh, taking Annie's to walk, and I go by the Rose Bowl, and there's these hillsides, and it's like driving, and like these big boulders in the road. I'm like, whoa! Luckily, I'm looking because thunk, you know. <laughs> and then uh, on the way up to get Annie's, you know, it's all nice and clear. Twenty minutes later, I turn around, come you know, with Annie's coming back home, and there's all these cops everywhere, and a tree had gone across the road that I had dri- driven up on, and you know, took a power line down, but. Um, yeah, just things like that, and windshield why wasn't keeping up, and waterfalls coming off the side of the Rose Bowl. <laughs> it's like you like sitting there going, "This is you know California. You're not used to this stuff." It's yeah. Sad. It's actually sad. And but nobody had rain. Nobody has rain jackets. No, no rain. No umbrellas. Yeah, a, uh, yeah. a friend of mine was like, "Get a rain, get a uh, I'm like giving her the um, umbrella. Umbrella because she had no umbrella. It's like, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing rain gear is just you get waterproof boots, about it, and they go through about. Wear one jacket till it gets wet, and then you hang it up until you wear another one and it gets wet. And yeah. I had to pick, pack, fortunately it was the day before the uh, farm box, but I'd do Annandale before the thing. So I um, was able to, before the rain, was able to move some of the front yard plants that were got a little big, move some strawberry guavas, move some eugenias to the edges and the borders so it opened up a little more sunlight. Because um, I knew that that was the rainstorm that it would help with the transplant shock. So we didn't get to... any of the seeds out, did we? Just Sunflowers, I got nothing. Wildflowers, I planted a bunch okay. and they sort of exploded. Did you do the um, hollyhocks? No, I didn't get around mm-hmm. to do that. Hollyhocks should be started in soil blocks. Mm-hmm. So you can soil blocks and get some really nice ones out there. Yeah, I'd like what to put some out front here. I don't know. It was over... I'd like to put some out front. I thought I brought it up. So I would like to put some in front of the white picket fence area. Oh, yeah. And then I want to put the white picket fence on the other side and have it in front of the variegated. Okay, so write that down fine. <laughs> the red ones the are red particularly. Ones, yeah. You put in soil blocks so then you can transplant so they don't get lost. Sometimes it gets, uh, they grow a little bit slower mm-hmm. so they get uh, overwhelmed. I think if you put in soil blocks, I got some bunch of flowers I guess. So, I mean, you were talking about with the flu, you had a funny story. Oh, yeah, I was just sitting a friend and um, there was something nasty going around. It's this very severe flu. It's like one of the worst flus that these these friends of mine said they've never had this kind of sickness. And it was going one person after another. I mean, it was like you were there. I was there for a short time, a couple of days, and it was talking to one person one night. Next morning, she's down. It was just like everybody was going down by dominoes, and I'm like in full panic mode. <laughs> and I was doing. Yeah, can't I can't, can't afford, afford to get it. sick. Yeah. And I mean, it was nasty, nasty stuff. Just seen this, I saw this guy after, yeah, he had been sick and he was just like all skin and bones. He lost 15 pounds in like a week and he just was a mess. So luckily I knew this was going around when I went to his friend's house. And um, so I came a little, you know, a little bit prepared. I had my herbs, I had my grapefruit seed extract. I had all this stuff. The one thing I didn't have was peroxide because one of our things that we do is we constantly put peroxide in our ears or goggle with it. And it, to me, it keeps away 
the bug <laughs> I have kind of this ear that tends to be a little bit weaker so like I almost feel the bug going in like if somebody's coughing I could feel it go into my ear so I put peroxide and cotton and all that and so I'm doing I'm like hey you have peroxide and they're like why I'm like I'm just not gonna get sick so I'm like in the kitchen like swabbing my ears and they're like what are you doing you know they're like take Zycam and Airborne I'm like that stuff doesn't work and, uh, and I'm like doing these little tinctures and concoction I have this uh <laughs> I have this yeah. I had this mushroom um, extract from a friend of mine who works for this herb company, and I'm like making these concoctions at like at least three to four times a day, and I'm drinking this stuff and like and when somebody tastes it, like, oh that's vile. I'm like hey, if it works, I'm taking it. And I got called a witch doctor. You know, it's like I'm not like, taking guess you. What? The person that called you a witch doctor. <laughs> guess what? As soon as I went home, he was sick, <laughs> and I'm not yet. <laughs> so far. Yeah, stay tuned for the next I podcast. Know, he like can barely talk. Yeah, yeah. Stay tuned oh, for the next sick. podcast where we have three sick people. I, with I, flu. Yeah, I jinxed myself, but it is. It's funny because I could feel it when I was there. I'm like, oh, oh I'm feeling it, and I like I redouble my efforts and like soak my ears with peroxide, and you could almost feel it working, and just you keep doing it. But um, that's a little tricks to keep going through the. <laughs> The cootie season, man. I call it the crud. <laughs> you got the crud. <laughs> uh, it's also soup season. Nisi's been making... Uh, she's soups. been mad at work. <laughs> oh, Happy yes, at work. Everybody, mad everybody, at work has, soup. everybody at work wants the soup. So, yes, I've been doing soups. And so one of the favorites in that, you know, people are you know always asking me, you know, what's your recipes and things. So the one favorite that um, people liked this month was the rustic... We try to come up with a kind of cool names. So instead of split pea soup, but here's the thing why we called it rustic because well, my idea was instead of just um, blending it all in the Vitamix um, to keep some chunks in it to be more stew, not just like, Party, uh, yeah, yeah, just not like just, you know, the, uh, uh, just like liquid creamy, you know, it's good. Nothing's wrong with it. Baby food. Yeah, baby food. So I was like, oh, come up with this. So I, I, so I said, let's keep part of it, you know, I'm kind of making up things as I go. So I said, let's call it rustic because I'm going to keep, I took some out and blended it in the Vitamix and then uh, some split pea out and blended it and then added it with the vegetables that were already there. And people just loved it. There was nothing left. So um, people ask, well, what's the secret and, and, and things like that. So, I mean, I use lots of herbs. I, my favorite herbs for using, um, you know, is uh, I like to use oregano and sage and rosemary in the split pea soup. It gives, especially if you're making it um, vegetarian or vegan, you can't rely on like, you know, uh, you know a bone broth or anything to give it flavor. So what I do is I make a veggie stock beforehand. So we eat um, at the kitchen and you, you know, so you can make it at home too, um, is you just keep all like the carrot, carrot, um, we lop off the carrot tops, but not the greens, but just, I mean, you could do the greens, but we lop off the carrot tops and the they have carrot a strong bottoms. Yeah. Uh, uh, onion peels, not too much because, you know, you, if you get too much onions, you're, especially the brown ones, you can turn the stock very, very dark brown, and that would, you know, ruin the flavor, your, or not flavor, ruin the color of your soup. Um, if you use a lot of red onions, which one time I did, because they save all the stuff, and I just kind of throw it in a, in a um, pot and boil it, then that turned too red, and then, because I was making, at, at that time, potato soup, it turned the potato soup sort of brown, so... Kind of had Did to, you yeah. come up with a cool name for that? Um, they salvaged they <laughs> it. Actually, they added a lot of, uh, they made it like a Creamy. curried soup. Oh, so yeah. they added um, curry and turmeric and kind of made it more in, like Indian style. So yeah. 
kind of salvage that. So, okay, so back to the veggie broth, it's just, you know, when we do the garlic cloves, and then I simmer that, so I make the veggie stock, uh, or veggie broth out of that. And then basically I just chop, you know, onions, and, and um, this is for the spit peas, so it's just, it's onions, and uh, saute the onions, and then saute um, celery and garlic, and then it goes in carrots and potatoes if you want, and then then the veggie stock and the peas, and then you know cook them until they're soft, and then I take out a, a big pitcher, so like a Vita, because um, I'm making a big stock uh, pot. So I mean, like these are gallons. huge. Like, yeah, like five gallons. I'm making five gallons at a time. So I basically take out basically a whole one of the big Vitamix blender. Um, uh, containers out of that and I blend that and then I put it in and it made it creamy and people love that and then a lot of herbs will go into that so it's the oregano fresh oregano um, um, parsley uh, sage I like sage because it and then you can always throw in bay leaves if you want um, so yeah. that's your recipe. People can go and just yeah, whip that I, I, together. There's no, there's no, there's no recipe. It's mostly like okay, what I, I don't do, have recipes. Yeah, so I have to either because I'm making five gallons, so it's about so I times it by five or six. So it's like so it's um, like I look at it in terms of just weight. So it's like two. It's like two onions per per bat to the two onions times five, five and you know uh, four heads of garlic times like I kind of do that and then. Um, a bunch of celery and a bunch of carrots times, you know, it could be a bunch, could be a yeah. pound, half a pound. Um, and then um, I like to use, um, well, they use coconut aminos there. You can use back rags amino that helps flavor the thing because, like I said, if it's vegan and vegetarian, you need to bump up the flavor. So you use a lot of, we use a lot of aminos. So what are you going to make next really week? Good. So I'm actually going to make the rest of the split pea again. Yeah. Um, and then I'll make the hamburger soup the, with the grass-fed beef. People love that. So I'll be making that. Um, this last week, the soups didn't even make it. Till they <laughs> they <laughs> didn't even make it. Just explain. It's it's didn't even make it. It was good the, in a good yeah. way. In so a they good tried, way. I make it on Monday. And they try to get through the week. So what they did is I make the five gallons. And they store it in these big crafts. And then they what they bring front of house they take out they'll say like maybe six servings they figure about six servings mm -hmm. six was to ten servings. Weather, but yeah and so people were coming in for soups and it's cute because one of the customers uh, I, I recognize them they're a couple you wouldn't know but they come in and i recognize them and um like what's the soups and so they get to taste it oh me oh yeah these are good soups and then i come out and they're like can i have a quart so i have to because we don't like to give them the hot soup, we go into the back and, and serve yeah, up the because cold. Because uh, one guy, yeah, one guy literally bought six quarts. Home. <laughs> <laughs> he came back one day and then came back the next day. And I'm like, you're back. He's like, oh, the soups are so good. And it's then one on a gallon. Yeah, I know. And then one of the one ladies, she came in to get her broth, and she's like, okay, what's the soups for today? And I, I was a front of house at that time, and I said, oh, um, I just fit. Actually, I said I just finished making. Um, the uh, sweet potato curry and the uh, chicken chili, Southwest chili, and she's like, I like to taste it. So I brought it out to taste it. She's like, oh, I'll take two quarts of the chicken chili. And the next day she was back and I said, well, you just here, you just bought like six quarts of broth and two cheese. She said, oh my, she said, my husband, he usually can't take soup and I served him the chili and he's like, go back for more. What <laughs> so is, she was, she it's was it's interesting because it's, it's so something, like, what is it that, okay, explain to me, what is it because was it I've the made soup no. for friends, yeah. and they they like oh, yeah. they fight over it, mm -hmm. and then they actually started away for Christmas dinner, you know. And I, like, yeah, and, and I'm like, well, what is it? And I think it's, it's, it's no it's, salt. It's probably no, no salt. Um, 
Well, we salt it. I think it's we season to taste, and we add a lot of herbs. Well, because That's when true. I brought your lentil, oh, time. actually, sorry, time goes in. Because I've made I've made soup there, and mm -hmm. they follow red. Then when I brought your lentil, it was like you know, yeah. gone that way, and it was supposed to go to not two people, went to one person. <laughs> was well, like, that one lady bought a gallon. And then they like, you she know, bought a gallon. Yeah, yeah, yeah they want to buy. I mean, people want to buy it. They want it like chipped. <laughs> <laughs> They want it shipped, you know, when they open up Yeah, the I don't place. know. I don't know if you can say what's my secret. I don't, I, I don't know what our secret would be. I don't just, know. Cause fresh I, I ingredients? Made, fresh I ingredients? I made at least four soups out there, and it was just like... And um, you say, and it, you, we use a lot of herbs. You use a lot of herbs. I, I yeah, but I have to buy it there. But it still sucks. I'm like, the one thing, it's funny, because we had this interview with this film crew that came out, and mm -hmm. she said, what's the hardest thing that you... Like, how did you learn to cook this way? I said, no, it's actually learning to, like... If you're in a place where you can't walk out and pick mm -hmm. herbs, it almost gives me anxiety. Mm -hmm. It's like, this needs oregano. This needs oregano, and almost to the point where I'm obsessing about it. Yeah. Like, it needs yeah. oregano because I'm so used to walking in my front yard mm -hmm. and picking. And it's a, it's an interesting thing when you deny your front yard garden or your backyard garden. Yeah, it's almost, come food snob, it's almost so anxiety. It's, it's food snob, yeah. it's, And so it's like, if, I, if I'm in a place where I cook for someone and I have to go buy herbs, it's like all these herbs. And, and it doesn't taste the same. Doesn't taste the same, but it's. I don't think people cook with ours. Yeah, but I mean, just figure that we have a salad mix that we sell for sixteen dollars a pound, and we can't we can't grow enough. I mean, it's that it's good that you say. But it's good. Yeah, talking talking to some lady, and she was like, you know, basically, fortunately, only the rich people can afford it, and it's like, well, that's what keeps us in business because. The salad at sixteen dollars a pound helps pay for a lot of other. It's a special salad, though. I mean, yeah. I would have to. I mean, say you're talking about the soups. The salads yeah. what keeps the salad. Twenty twenty five pounds a week. I mean, I would say that would be our um, like trademark. Yeah. Dad was very proud of that salad. He mm -hmm. had all the flavors and little tiny greens, and it's. It's really good this time of year. You know. It's, it's really good, and even I know the difference. I'll crave it. Like, yeah. I mean, you say, "Well, the salad is a salad." And it's like, necessary. not necessarily, you know, there's 16, I mean, that is like, I mean, a dollar an ounce. I mean, you know, it probably should be probably twice that much, but, you know, you have to be competitive a little bit. But with the farm box, sells it, Country Club takes pounds, pretty much all of it. Pretty much all of it. So, and it's a good time of year because it's got all the mixes, you know, all the baby lettuces, all the baby mustards, well, baby arugula. Your greens are a lot, your greens are a lot sweeter than yeah. anybody else's greens. Everything else is bitter, kale is bitter. Until you know, our kale is does not taste that. Mm -hmm. You know, and that again comes down to the soil. And I always remember, I think that film as of what was it um, when we used to sell to Elements. They were saying who would pay sixteen dollars a pound for greens, mm -hmm. but we do. <laughs> the guy was like, we do. It's the best stuff. Yeah. yeah. So we were yeah. saying. Well, speaking of soil, we got went a little crazy in time for spring and bought two pallets of rock dust and compost. Um, trying to get uh, it's about every three to five years we get rock dust going. So, so ladies, Justin spends his money on rocks. Yeah, <laughs> rock dust. Not smash, rock don't get excited. Smash <laughs> rock. Not, not sparkly rocks. He yeah. likes to spend money on rocks. Well, diamonds aren't diamonds aren't don't work in the garden. No, um, <laughs> rock dust. It's actually pulverized rock, and it's been about it's been about five years since I. Since we invested in it, we didn't have time or money to do it. We also it goes along with the salt that we put in the new raised beds. So we're re remineralizing the soil about every three to five years. 
and I just went a little crazy. So what's the rock dust? Why is why do you like the minerals? The minerals, the NPK that usually what people get in the fertilizer. This is the extra stuff. The minerals. It's NPK stands for nitrogen, potassium, and potash. Um, and the rock dust and stuff like that has all the minor things, which I think why makes our stuff taste good, and it helps pipe pest and all that stuff. Yeah, so, I think it's awesome. And it lasts, it lasts for a while. It's not like, I mean, it's not like you have to do this every year. I did uh, like basically 2,000 pounds of rock dust and compost to... It's good for humans, I think, to ingest as well. Yeah, some people eat it. Because I know yeah. I remember my goats would oh, rip open the bags and eat it because yeah. it's the minerals that the human body is lacking. And it usually comes from the soil comes from the plants you eat from the soil, but since the soil in modern so industry agriculture does not have it, it's depleted, your body doesn't have it anymore. Yeah, and we also said the weight of a bushel of oats weighs mm -hmm. less than a bushel of oats years ago because there's no minerals in it. It's the same bushel, but, it's same. but with the combination of redoing the raised beds and having space in the raised bed to put compost yeah, and rock dust because um, none of the wood is rotting, so we've got that done, and then if I can sprinkle a nice little layer of dust on it and get a little boost and we get some rain to water it in. So what's or, the pretty much like your soil, pretty much you have rock dust? Um, do you still fish fertilizer, did a fish fertilizer a lot. Fish on Fridays. Fish on Fridays a lot because it was quick, convenient, and the raised beds were really topped off so I really couldn't add much compost. I like to do more compost tea and a friend of mine's got some really nice horse manure. I'm trying to get him to bring it over to make some tea. Um, but he's out in the riverside, and I'll have to see if I can get that. Um, but the with the combination of redoing the beds, I figured I might as well go in, go all in, for two, pa two pallets of compost and one rock dust, and try to figure that would help with saving water. It also retains water. I just noticed some of the things are just a little bit slower. Yeah, it gets depleted. Um, well, I mean, like I said, we had a lot of things happening last year, last couple years. Uh, so this was probably overdue by a year or two. I think well, I'm people excused. don't realize how important soil is because I was talking to a girlfriend of mine and she's trying to stop this garden and she's planting fruit trees and she's saying, nothing grows, nothing grows. And I was like, oh, what did you get? She's like, oh, this five-gallon fruit tree and she was like she had a friend dig it and she did like stuffed in the ground and I said what's your soil she was like oh it's like white you know like if you pack it it's clay and I was like oh no if you if you're digging in that kind of stuff I said you have to have at least you know a three foot mm -hmm. three foot uh, hole and then I said you have to bring in all the soil to give the roots and she's just like that's not what they tell you I'm like you can't just put it in that soil and expect it to grow. She thinks she can put little six inches. And then you know what's going to go? The, the earth, the roots are going to go up right against the hard hand. And then you're just going to sit and there. And I got a, a text from um, Debbie in the desert. She's like, I want to grow these fruit trees. And she had this friend to put a hole in. And I said, it's not going to grow. And she's like, why? I said, you got to dig six feet around. <laughs> you're going to have to fill that thing with compost. She's like, I never told. I think she's like, the, you know, it's like, no. <laughs> You have well, the soil. You have to give that thing a runny start, then when it reaches it. Well, and then you it, punch holes sense. on the side. You, 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 they're bound, the yeah. roots are bound in a, in a pot, and then you're digging in, the, in a hole that's much bigger than a pot, mm -hmm. and the soil around yeah. it is hard pan, and then the roots are going to hit that soil that's like, oh, it's going to yeah, grow. Yeah, I told her, I said, you're going to have to do, if you have a five-gallon pot, you're going to have at least a three to 
five foot hole mm -hmm. and then I'll sit on the sides of that clay mm -hmm. you punch the sides in mm -hmm. so that you know breaks up that ring mm -hmm. and then fill it up with compost so she's like I have to buy a lot of soil I was like, yep well, <laughs> talking to none of our other one she said that one of her friends recommended watering before the rain because it because it has been oh, so right, it's, yeah. a, it's so a good point I mean you say um, Sergio said it okay, thing he said yeah. well mm -hmm. The winter time, the rain's gonna water. He said, "Well, what if it doesn't get deep enough?" Yeah, see. So she recommended watering the tree, and she said, "Was that true?" I said, "Yes, because would, yeah. it doesn't. It's not okay. This year it has not rained enough. Uh -huh. So even yeah. before the rainstorm, when I was transplanting and watering, I was watering the front yard, knowing the rain was coming. You could see the I water figured, rush off. Yeah, but I figured if I give it a head start and get down maybe an inch, the mm -hmm. rain will knock it down." three to four inches and then I'll be a little ahead yeah, of the game so true. technically I should go out and water tomorrow but people the neighbors will probably think I'm nuts but um, I probably got one week off from water well maybe hook up the irrigation maybe I'll hook up the irrigation the trip irrigation road trip get distracted when he sees road trip um so well, we talked about last time we talked about the CSA, we shut down their CSA program for a while mm -hmm. um, because we had so many subscribers. I went through and... You shut down, well, we didn't shut down. Open we, registration. We, uh, we shut closed down the registration. Registration. No registration. Because of New Year's and because no of two weeks off. So I opened it up and we got five new people. Uh, deleted some people I hadn't ordered in three months. So I figured that they were not interested in keeping on. A couple of people haven't picked up their box, which is a shame they pay for it, but they didn't pick it up. So we have a couple new registrations, looking at getting another fridge, bigger fridge or another fridge to accommodate some new people and hopefully with all the investment in the garden and the new fertilizer and seeds and stuff we can accommodate more people. Well that just proves that things aren't easy. It's, oh great, you can get more subscribers but then it almost costs money because you have to invest in yeah, I and mean also we also have to rely on some other farms that yeah. fill in the But I'm going to need another fridge, which means money, and then which means the cost of electricity, which kind of throws everything off. So yeah, it's there's uh, it's not easy. You have to, you know, yeah. and then weigh we talk, the pros and cons of a lot of things. Yeah, we're talking about um, business plans and <laughs> things about every three to five years. We have to reinvent the business, reinvent the yard, redesign the yard. Um, we've had to just this on Friday, I pulled out some about five-year-old oregano that was Maddie and matted and woody, and just put in some new herbs because it was like it's not going to grow. And then the lavender is three feet tall. Unfortunately, Dad would keep that in check, and it's just not. No, I can cut it back. I can cut it back to about a foot high, but I figure I'll lose half of them. So I'll probably in the next week or two pull them out and start over because it's just too woody and they're not that vigorous as they used to be smaller flowers and beautiful plants though they're about three or four feet tall but but you, you the thing is with these small spaces you have to rip out plants yeah and we're talking about three to five about they've been there about five years i think well the thing is it's interesting talking to people who are not gardeners they almost and it's funny because they almost think we're brutal because <laughs> we prune things like I'm out there, I'm like hacking down on this print. It's just you're cutting it. Yeah, you have to hack things. It's almost like 
you almost feel cruel and brutal because yeah. we we cut all things back. Yeah, deep, dad, dad was good at that because he would do that every week. Because if you do it, okay, if you prune a little bit every week, it doesn't look like that I, you know, brutal. Like, do I cut it? I said, no, cut it down. She's it like, doesn't have that cut, haircut. cut it down. And she's just like, down? I'm like, down, down. You know, and it's like, you almost feel like, well, yeah, like, 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 so a couple of things you cannot do too, okay? No. Time does Time not do, do well it, yeah. for that. Mm -hmm. And what was the other one? Time. Like, lavender. Herb, yeah, herb. Lavender and, doesn't like and it. And lavender hates it. Yeah. If you you have to keep it in check, but yeah. yeah. So unfortunately, because lost dad, who was on top of the lavender, would take it down every year to a manageable height. I didn't get around to it last year. It's now three or four feet tall, and I just mm -hmm. I figured. If I spend the time pruning it, yeah, they will die. But it's funny, having grown up this way, to see people from the outside, it's like they don't see how you see plants. It's like, that needs to be cut back. Like, yeah, well, like, I mean, you have people just show up at the farm stand, for the farm box, yeah, and like, oh, no, you wow, the yard down. looks different. And he's like, that. you cut everything down. It's like, yeah, this is what you do. And it's almost like I have to sit there for a minute and be like, no, you cut. It's almost like a different cut. yard, though. Yeah, basically. but it's... My brain doesn't work that way. I'm so used to like, oh, you know, you go around life like that needs to be trimmed, that needs to be printed. Yeah, well, some of it I was waiting because I thought it was going to get cold. Yeah, no, it's and then things. So I did the Lamborghini, I did this Indian pink while I was like, I got to take another two or three feet off the Indian pink. Well, even the friend that stopped by and it hadn't stopped by for a while, she just like asked me, what happened to this plant? I'm like, pruned. It's like, you do that? Yes. <laughs> you yeah. cut back your arms. Yeah, we're talking about the, just on the thing, we also do it on the, Business side, we've had, like, when we started with edible flowers, it lasted about five years, five mm -hmm. or six years, and then the fads changed, and then we went into this produce business. And then we did the deliveries for the old towns that lasted about five years. Yeah, and well, then we some restaurants went out of business because the dot-com, you know, just things change. They go out of business and they cut the organic farmer. Yeah, that's charging $16 a pound for mm -hmm. their salad. So, obviously, they were the first to go. Um, then we did, like you said, Hootenannies was four years, and obviously that was not by choice, but uh, that was, was done. And then the farm stand was about three to five years, then we moved to the farm box, mm -hmm. and originally we didn't customize the boxes, mm -hmm. that was the original plan, mm -hmm. not to customize it, and then now we customize it, and then now we got software to help us customize it. So we're always a trying to reinvent the self. that app to help people customize it on the phone, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're that's trying to do plan. I mean, let's do, redo the yard, and then some things didn't, grew well, and we couldn't sell like the uh, loquat. Other things, um, we're back in the edible flower business. We cannot grow enough edible flowers to yeah, supply the cycle went around. It's the biggest thing. Yeah, so now we're back in the, so we're not complaining, but it's Yeah, I know, but it's funny how edible flowers was big, and then it kind of went, and now it's like it's so exciting. Everybody's got a little yeah. flowers. You're like really. Yeah, we're farms now, and there's you know we're back on the the media, media cycle, again. circuit cycle, whatever. So um, one funny story was recently a crew came out and um, urban farming, and they didn't want to interview me because <laughs> because they had and I quote interviewed too many urban farmers with beards. <laughs> And yeah, like white, young, urban farm of beard guys. They're like, we're just going to do the girls, no offense. It's fine by me. Cause they I'm wanted something different. And yeah. it's funny because then they showed us the photos like, yeah, beard, yeah, beard. beard. And then beard. if you think about it, it's like beard, 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 beard. So I didn't make the cut. Um, so it's not, it doesn't bother me, but maybe I'll shave off my beard to make the cut next time. But, 
Jumbo, no, no, Justin, we need to go back. He sat on the sofa and goes, this isn't a beard. I said, it is a beard. He goes, is it really a beard? I'm like, Justin, it's a beard. He's like, no, I don't have that hipster beard it looks like. No, you have a beard. The hipster perfect beard? The perfect beard. They have a chart on, if you Google it, there's a chart. They have names for it, the length. So what do I have? I don't know. There's like Moses length and this. <laughs> now I know what you've been doing on the computer. <laughs> Googling guys with beards. <laughs> you didn't find me, so that's good. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> we got so distracted sidetracked. At least you're not glittering your beard. That's a thing. <laughs> or putting the ornaments. Men putting glitter on their beard. Or it's a hipster thing. Wow. You're missing out, dude. You know, if you're missing out, FOMO, you're totally missing out. I'm going to shave it off. And, you know, everybody's going to wonder what happened to that guy with the beard. I don't, I don't consider it a beard, so. Okay. Back to, back to farming. Yeah, so what's our plans for the future? Future, so, um, you know, everybody has resolutions and stuff, Sorry. so, I don't know. If there's resolutions are, I don't know. I mean, it's good to have goals, but. I don't know if resolutions are more goal, maybe we're more goal goals, focused. So, dreams, yeah, goals, dreams, goals. So, Oops. Um, what is uh, for us would be get our health back after a stressful year. Um, our bodies were really feeling it. I mean, it was just that. So, we weren't eating well, even though, you know, it's funny. It's like urban farming, we don't eat well. It's just because, you know, you spend your day either you know, doing paperwork and figuring it's out stuff out and, and driving this and that. You know, you survive on coffee. Well, they say that the they say emotional bagels, trauma emotional you know? trauma has the impact on the body of a car accident. Yeah. So, so one thing is we're taking um, uh, Christina Evanis of her Christar um, products, which is the vitamin B and the vitamin C, which yeah, B vitamins. I really, I can tell a difference from that, especially on the B vitamins. Taking that. I think as um, women, we need a lot of B vitamins. I've always known the difference when I yeah. take a lot of B vitamins. It's the one thing I need to live yeah. And I'm on my feet a lot. You know, just on my feet a lot. So at the end of the day, I'd be just like, oh, can't move. But um, I'm doing better. So I, the only thing I can think of was that it's kind of changed. Um, we're trying to walk more. So um, Marley's happy about that. Well, we go, used to walk. Well, he wasn't happy. To, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We forced him. He's a sofa yeah, dog. Yeah. But he gets excited when he, he knows. Now he sees his, his leash. Walk. Yeah. yeah. So we're trying to do that. We have a nice little walk around the, um, the Royal Seiko yeah, down the Rose Bowl because we live so close by. It's a really nice walk. So. We should really go up to the mountains and see what the water, the rain did to the streams because mm -hmm. it was pretty dry yeah. last time we went. Yeah. Should just check it out. Yeah. So and then we're also a friend of ours has a chiro local chiropractor um, who um, she said to you know on her next visit she'd take us. So we did go and um, yeah we have some definitely some adjustments because it just. It looks like brutal um, for yeah. health-wise, so I'm trying to get back to that. Um, I have some shoulder and neck issues. Um, it's just like, yeah, it's a cracking thing because I'm, I'm right-handed, so it's the canning arm, it's the you know computer mouse arm, it's the it's the arm. So I'm trying to get that fixed. And, um, it was nice, nice about him. He, the chiropractor that they went to go see, he was very personal. Grew up in Amish country and is cool about. Oh, he told the story so about nice. it. It was interesting. What I liked his story was, he says he grew up in the community where the Amish people had um, bone fixers, mm -hmm. and it was a generational thing, where a family was bone physical. fixing, They're bone physical. fixing family, mm -hmm. and he says that 
you know, some Amish, you know, boy would, you know, be pitching hay throw and throw out his back and they'd strap him onto a piece of wood and they'd take him to the bone fixer and they'd leave him there and, and they said the family, they, everybody in that family knew they would crack him and then like put him on ice. <laughs> That's what he described it. They crack him, put him on ice, like, leave it for a day and see, can you get up? Nope. Okay. And then you do it again. Mm -hmm. and, and he said, he said it was amazing how so many generations with this ability to get the body back was passed on and he, he, I think was inspired by that and mm -hmm. uh, what's nice about it is just that he just seemed to appreciate our work and you know maybe even talk mm -hmm. to him about getting him on the podcast because I just like the way he talks about the whole body experience and you're going to barter know. produce for mm -hmm. services yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and it, like I said it is um, I mean all jobs are stressful and stuff and you, you know, re you know re retain stress but you know the Muscle farming, memory. because I think it is, it's just you're you're moving your body in certain ways, or then <laughs> then you go to move, you do something else, and then you're moving it that certain way. And I was talking to you know. Sergio. Are you getting old? Yeah, we're getting old. <laughs> and we don't want to admit that we're getting old. <laughs> I was talking to our friend who's also a farmer, Sergio. He's like, oh, I'm getting old, and he's like, this hurts, that hurts, and I was like, you know, you, do you stretch before you even? I said you should make that a thing, like you know, stretching oh, out. But so, what was his? Uh, he was talking about his education. Yeah, edu so he had something. He was thing was you know sometimes is you know he's teaching and so he gives, you know he's trying to figure out how ways to teach better. So um, and and so that the the um, students appreciate their certificate. So he was thinking of you know giving them a assignment where it's like okay, so you planted the seed. And so between you planted the seed and harvesting your, you know, your your crop, what do you do in the middle? And then, and that would be their assignment. And if they could come up with what they do in the middle, and um, then he'd pass them or not. And I said that was brilliant because he says it's, it's all about what's in between. And I was like, yeah. yes, it is. If people the space don't, between. If, the space <laughs> between. If anybody has doesn't yeah. know who we're talking about, he's, there was a podcast about Sergio. I think he's on top five actually. Yeah, he Sergio. about his work with uh, prisoners uh, in detention. Um, yeah, but just to go back to farmers and taking care of your body, was, there was one gentleman I spoke with one time. He's Filipino descent, and he says it's a common thing in the Philippines because they are farmers and they work hard. At the end of every day, the farmers, the men, they get together, and it's giving each other massages. They work the muscles out, and, that's, and they said because that's required mm -hmm. in their culture. Um, I think the American culture is all about, you know, working harder, 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 and they work smarter. Yeah, I think. Exactly. And and then we talked to this uh, other gentleman who it was a, pitch, a almost he's like, a, a baseball pitcher. Well, player. yeah, he was a pitcher, and so he almost went to the Mets or something. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, because you don't become more efficient with your movements, you blow it out, and that's at least two potential baseball guys that were you know going to go somewhere. They blew out their bodies because. They push themselves so yeah. hard. So one of our podcasts, um, we thought about having bringing him in because Justin, at least, yeah, because he talked about taking care of the body, efficiency of movements, being strong about the movements. He is a physical, uh, like a mm -hmm. trainer, and so he had he has his like work in work out ethic or mm -hmm. something where whenever you out, work out, you have to work into in. your body, and it was an interesting concept. So I'm like talk. scribbling there, and I'm like, okay, we're gonna. Well, he podcast. does come into the to the cafe and get his soups and stuff, so we'll maybe get him. They have a cure for old age. No, <laughs> no. He says he's working on that. He just the thinks, you know, age. just that body where you, you know, you're putting you your body down, down in yeah. incredible stress. And he, he realizes it as farmers, and you know, having been a baseball player, he said that you know, it's, it's, um, it's definitely an issue. I think. Yeah. With, mm -hmm. And I know it too. Well, you feel it. You said you, you said you felt you can't lift as much as you used to. Mm -hmm. um, 
you know, you, you get more tired, especially like I said, after a stressful year, it affects your body a little different. So yeah, so goals for 2018 is that get, was one. Get, get, well, get healthy. Get get so that you know, you have to be well to help. Be, well, if you're drowning and and you, you can't, can't and not survive, you can't help anybody else. So, so um, seems selfish, but also seems smart thing to do. Take care of yourself so you can help other people. Um, other ideas we had was idea for a book, how we survived the last 20 years, 30 years homesteading, all the tips and tricks. Uh, one other idea that we thought of was uh, another film documenting the last five years of our life, uh, what, what we did with our original film, Homegrown Revolution, uh, also a tribute to Dad could be attributed to that in the places we visited with the film and went back to the old real homestead. There's a lot of footage and stories to be told. Um, that's probably a long-term goal, probably maybe a year or two. Because I don't think we can do it ourselves. Impossible. We can't edit and do yeah, it. Well, to some be. of it's too painful well, to look at. To, but well, I would have to get like um, a space in place for it. And I don't have that. Yeah, moment. this is called dreams and yeah, goals. Yeah, like I'm. On, I looked at this little. <laughs> it won't be she, done tomorrow. I didn't get a she shed. She, she shed. She and shed. I'm like, can I put it in the corner she and shed. put all my she stuff in lots? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's. I kind of need. I need a studio. I'm gonna need a studio yeah. because I would be the one that puts it together because that's, you know, storyboard out. And well, some of the stories before the podcast and before last five years or ten years after Homegrown Revolution was 2007. Mm -hmm. It's been. 10 years since that happened so we said homegrown revolution returns for part two or something i don't know we're yeah, well, messing around I mean, with things it's, it's kind of, that's always been a dream of mine is is i think the film we have the footage well the film you know media is kind of like you know a passion of mine is to do that and you know um i'll, I'll start working on you know setting up you know, for the long haul to try to get that done, I don't know. Well, you fried the other laptop, and then your the original lap computer that did Homegrown Revolution. That's fried. <laughs> that's fried because of so much editing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, the camera. My is, camera. I need to. I need it. A new it, camera. I need a new camera. Um, yeah. That's well, a long-term goal. I need tape decks. Otherwise, oh, you have a lot of. You were talking about digitalizing footage. Yeah, because uh, we have um, there a lot of the footage is on mini DVs, and I, I have to get them digitalized because mini DVs degrade over time. And I'm well aware of how technology is kind of on the edge of like being wiped out, and you know all this history. Obsolete. Yeah, obsolete. All this history and the mini DVs, and nobody uses mini DVs anymore, which means the one cassette, you know, the one recorder that I have that can play mini DVs, I have to make sure that still works and not ruin the mini DVs I put in. So it's like, I'm almost afraid to touch the mini DVs and put them in but there. But you can without. send them somewhere. Yeah, I'm thinking of packing them up and sending them so it would be digitalized, but that costs some money. Yeah. So that's uh, big dreams, big goals um, on a and smaller... These, these <laughs> I mean, I have dream, I have you know personal dreams of uh, sharing more stories from the homestead. Like I have scribbles of, you know, I've started when I have space and time I've started writing the stories down of some of the animal stories um, I'm hoping to work with this friend of mine who's an illustrator to get them illustrated um, and then uh, there is a you know I still have things to do on the Urban Homestead website I have plans to do and I haven't With done dad's it. website too yeah the Urban Homestead website I want to put some you know more content on there um, but I'm drowning in it because my side job is doing website design for companies and so when they wave, you know, money at you and say, get this done in five days, 
do you do your website or you get that done in five days you get their job done in five days so uh, anybody that wants anything done just weighs money in front of you <laughs> oh don't go there <laughs> sorry sorry I'm broke <laughs> no but it's like when you when you agree to do something and you know they have they have the paycheck you put the urban homestead off to the side um, and that, that's a sad thing and I there's a lot I have scribbles of everything I want to do in the urban homestead and on the side thing I want to bring dad's website back on um there's this other website that I did over 10 years ago that what did generate a little bit of buzz. It was kind of focused on animal health and kind of fell into this conversation with another friend of mine who's all into animals. And she's taken the idea and she's running with it and she really, you know, it's kind of like on the back burner. It's there, but it's not launched. And she, um, I'm hoping to launch that this year. She's excited about it. She thinks it, it could be something that, like, it's almost like a, a news magazine for... Uh, holistic health and animal care so stay tuned for next podcast well <laughs> yeah you should see my to-do list yeah. and then um that's it that's all you got no no <laughs> no i have uh apacas on my list because there was an apaca farm that i visited let's see so there's, mu <laughs> there's music on your list music's on my list i have to sing it with annie's what do you got um because when annie's and i did i didn't think no, whatever. But when we did sing together, <laughs> people like, they still to this day comment. They're like, "You should sing." And I'm like, "Really? Okay." So. Well, they deleted me out that episode because you guys sounded too good together, right? Remember? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. No, so I, right? You know, you explain, like, I can play guitar, like, but I just like busy, right? it's been. I it's been. I uh, haven't been. Honestly, I haven't played played guitar since Dad died, and I I did it a little bit in the desert when I was there but you know it's a little emotional but I would like to pick it up again All right. what's yours niece? You um, I think you actually you handed it to it? me and I think you stole it back Ooh. Ooh. that's I'm a taking my to-do list I'm still in my to-do list like he needs more he needs more I think more. it's I got like 10 to-do lists I don't know they're never done <laughs> somebody was giving me a hard time he said they did five things today only five things today I was like that's it must be a slow day <laughs> Oh, where'd my list go? Oh, you know, the, um, the thing is that if I accomplish one thing in a day, I it's, think it's a major, accomplishment. It's a major. I'm just like so excited. And then it's funny because a good friend of mine, she thinks I'm so on top of everything and so accomplished, and I get so much done. I'm sitting there going, "I got you bamboozled, don't I?" <laughs> no. so what do you got? Five minutes? Got? Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, just um, we want to do the maybe uh, Airbnb experiences. Get that the on the tours. Um, yeah, I just the homestead improvements, and then we have a GoFundMe online. Yeah, uh, GoFundMe.com. And there's a uh, uh, the homestead stages of donations, and one of them is tours offered on there. Mm -hmm. yeah. So my list is obviously the irrigation before the summer, fix the other raised beds, uh, clean up the garage so it can be a, a resemblance of a workshop versus just a storage place, uh, greenhouse. For nursery and seedlings and cuttings, aquaponics, which I did years ago and failed miserably, but I'd like to get it back. Um, it's never a failure. Fail better. Fail better. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. That's, that's right. what she said. That's, that's, not my, no, that's, that's what not she said. Every that's time I open my laptop, it says, ever tried, ever failed? Fail better. Well, I fail better every day. Try again, fail better. Oh, well, to bring up on Justin's thing, my, my top of my list is this year to redo the chicken house. Um, I kind of yeah, I kind of have this design in head, and I think I it probably be the launch point for maybe Jordan's chicken supply business. Yeah. The other thing on my list was <laughs> refire up the biodiesel processor. Um, try to get 
that up and running again. Still have the diesel truck, um, whether you make 100%, get it also get a diesel generator, generator, get a little bit of survival in case crap hits the fan, <laughs> which may soon. I also have, uh, because of what happened last year, we took the bees off site, and there are currently five gigantic hives in Tahunga Canyon. And I'd like to go up and work them and split them. I can get probably 10 or 15 hives, hopefully by the spring. Well, because but of what I'm happened last year, it was because because of all the things we had to deal with dad's death, we knew we could not give the attention to the bees. Yeah, so the beekeeper... And so not to risk them swarming, we took them off the property because we knew we could not handle Wrap our head around it. So, time, so we I have this fantasy that I'd get things done one day. So... Uh, <laughs> And, uh, I yeah. <laughs> and like I said, some of the stuff on my to-do list are too personal. Well, so on my short-term list, I have it's, to... Uh, it's with public <laughs> Oh, we have a lot, but we're not putting out public. But on my short-term list, like as of tomorrow or the next couple of days, I have to bottle the meat. <laughs> Which yeah. means I have to boil bottles. <laughs> the meat and you have to make jam, but that's just a subject. And, oh, I'm getting so. pressure from a lot of people about that oak leaf wine. Yes, I told you. You better make oak leaf wine this that. year. Didn't I'm going to be really upset. I said that. I said that. <laughs> I said you better get, like, all hands on deck, uh, oak leaf uh, wine. I have enough well, problems. Well, you know, it's a good time because it rain washed well, off all, is, this, all the crap off the leaves. You're going to probably have to order Azure sugar. Because it's going to yeah. take a heck of a lot of sugar. Yeah, yeah. More than what you're going to buy, so you're going to have to buy it in Azure mm -hmm. order. Or piggyback on... Um, yeah, you know, just say no, buy five yeah. five bags of and it. Yeah, just pay for it. Yeah, yeah. because chicken. if we're, I do that, it's gonna take. We're buying pallets of chicken feed, pallets of rock dust, pallets of sugar, right? You need a pallet bar. of seeds, storage. Yeah, boss. Yeah, boss. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So oh, that was just a slow week, of That's course. That was a slow week. Oh yeah. Week well, well maybe so. one day we we jokingly we thrown away around this idea of this more personal podcast about our personal hopes and dreams, which Annie says, you know, a lot of it's not for public consumption, but some of it well, can well, be. Garble, uh, we could talk we're, about we're, a little bit of what our what's hopes. What's the voices? Garble. Gar garble. Change your our voices, names for change protection. Your names, yeah. And then, change their names. And so nobody knows what the other person. So the only male voice in it would be Justin. <laughs> Okay, that's not going to well, work. The well, the one that sounds like a hick would be me. Yeah. <laughs> well, then her, and, but the stories of the people that you had <laughs> encounters with, you have to change their name because of, yeah, for, the protection. for their protection. Hey, you know what? The story's got to, like I said, own your story, right? Yeah, right. we got to tell our story. Oh, own it. Own your story, the good and the bad. Yeah. Well, because, you, know, you know, like I said, they joked, and they were like, oh, you have cooties. I said, no, it wasn't cooties. It's a 24-hour love bug. <laughs> It was. And it was over. So we're going to end it with that one? Yeah, Stay tuned for the it. next episode of Love <laughs> no, it was, Boat. It was Love cute because I was cute because the lady, she kept, my friend, she kept saying, you're sick. And I was like, no, how are you feeling? And I was like, I'm fine. I said, it was a 24-hour love bug. And she sends me a little gif of, um, of Herbie. <laughs> uh, In case you're dating yourself now, that's really old. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, one day we'll talk maybe when we feel a little bit more Well, the other, on the less personal side, somebody suggested writing down your strengths and weaknesses. We may do that. We may have the other person read the other person's strengths and weaknesses and guess whose is it. Hmm. We should have that. Oh, yeah, guess whose is it. Yeah, we, we, we switch issues? it up. Yeah, whose issues is whose. <laughs> and then whoever wins gets a... Ice cream. Know, ice cream or booze. Oh, so. um, or meat, yeah. Um... <laughs> so it was a slow week, right?
Well, well it's funny. Like Annie started out the podcast with, it's a ca- ca- crazy, packed, chaotic week, but it's like... Nothing happened. <laughs> nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what urban farming is a lot. It's like a lot of busy nothingness. It's yeah. <laughs> so all day to do it. Yeah, because we do have... Co- um, so what we are looking forward to is we have the schools come contacting us again. So this week we have... Uh, back-to-back dates with um, some schools coming out, and then we're... Uh, Inner City Kids, right? Yeah, and then... We have to do jams on the list yes, with some volunteers coming Yes, and then um, the colleges are contacting us again, so we're back in the, in the tour loop with the articles schools and, and, and um, articles. So, yeah, so we have a, a busy tuned. week. And Echo Farm, I'm not sure still. So <laughs> That's still in the air. We have to decide by Tuesday, so... All right. So, all right. So, well, thanks for tuning in, and... Uh, so if you have any questions um, and thanks to Lehman's for the continuing support of the podcast mm-hmm. and we're going to be interviewing her again mm-hmm. uh, Glenda Lehman um, to catch up with her I guess a year later almost mm-hmm. so, so, yeah. a while so, so other people right. coming up too right? I hope so <laughs> are you tired of talking? Oh, yeah, I get tired of talking or I think somebody asked us, hey, we could do our individual ones in more depth, so that's possible. And they want part two. They're asking for more information Isn't about that us. Isn't scary, though? Well, because these people know us. They're like, I listened to it, but there's yeah. more to you than that. I'm like, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so we uncensored. Jordy yeah. uncensored. That's scary. <laughs> you promise not to listen to that one? I, I haven't listened to any, to any of them, so about. you're on your own. <laughs> okay. All right. So next time, guys. Thanks for Let's go down to the urban homestead, Pasadena by the freeway. Right down there on the urban homestead, Jules and his family are working away. Come on down to the farm in the city, back to the future, back to the plan. Right down there on the urban homestead, loving the life, back into the land. Oh, oh, oh. help the garden grow, singing. Oh, 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 we've got to help the garden grow. The Urban Homestead theme song was written and recorded by Tom Fair. Thanks, Tom. We come to the end of our show. Thank you so much for joining us. Be sure to tune in until next time. This is Annie East, Jordan. Keep on growing. Oh, oh, oh. Help the garden grow. Sing it. Oh, oh, oh. We've got to help the garden grow. Oh, oh, oh. Help the garden grow. Sing it. Folks, remember to follow us on our website, urbanhomestead.org, also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. We love to hear your feedback, and if you'd like to become a podcast patron, go to urbanhomestead.org forward slash podcast.